0: Hey everybody! Welcome to episode twenty-four of the Cyberbullies Podcast. I'm Ken Worski. I'm joined by
1: Kyle Wiesbender.
2: <laughs> Are
0: you okay? Yeah,
1: just locking in.
0: For anyone that missed episode twenty-three, up on iTunes, all our podcasting sites, subscribe, rate us. Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, email address: cyberbulliespodcast at gmail dot com.
1: GeoCities.
0: <laughs> episode twenty-three, we watched the people across the lake. Yep. Wow!
1: Wowie! That Wow!
0: I wrote the questions in 30 seconds this week.
1: It was hard to forget. I mean, we did do it last week. Usually we're maybe a couple. It's a little easier, but uh, Mactober was just kicked off.
0: So, as always, try to answer the following questions. I can't wait. Uh, What's the yearly take home after taxes of a windsurfing board builder and salesman?
1: (laughs) I do know this it's enough to afford a house.
0: (laughs) Two houses. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. Uh, Would you notice if there were a pile of dead bodies In your basement no <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> I certainly
1: wouldn't know if someone was down there Having some weird tea party like, it, like I didn't even think of it at the time But he was loud he was like having <laughs> Full on conversations <laughs> he was not hiding it Yeah and it's not like those old cabins Are you know soundproof no It wasn't you know like a Like some kind of safe room <laughs> I wish it was
0: uh, uh, Do you think you can bury a hatchet Someone's back from 50 yards away <laughs> It might be the greatest ending of anything ever, dude. That noise—I just can't get over the noise when he sticks that spear in the tree. It's the best. It's like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like a Louis tune. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh. So, guys, if you haven't listened to that one, I, one of the favorite ones we've done. Uh, the movie was amazing. Yeah, it, you can't. <clears throat> it,
1: it, but there's no way we even did it justice. Like in re-listening no. to it, I realized there's like 20 things it I should It should have been a two-part about. episode. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, Mactober continues, though. It is true. I'm very excited. So do you have anything else to
0: recap about that movie before we move on? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> there's always something. But. Uh, it was so great. So the movie we chose for episode 24 is 1983's The Haunting Passion. So it's still Mactober. So it stars Gerald McCraney as Dan Evans. He's, of course, the star of The Hobo's Christmas, Major Dad, and The People Across the Lake. <laughs> also, Jake Lasseter, Justice on the Bayou. <laughs> oh, guys, the movies, we were deciding to do. We had a lot to, to choose from. Oh, my God. This also stars a young Jane Seymour as Julie Evans. She's most famous for Dr. Quinn, right? Medicine woman, Yeah, Jane Yeah, James Bond as well. She's also uh, was the MILF in uh, Wedding Crashers that keeps coming on to Owen oh, Wilson. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's pretty much the two most famous people in this. Yeah, so what else do you got for us before uh, we get into it?
1: All right, Ken. It's time to go back. I'm very excited to go all the way back to October 24th. Is, it, is this the
0: furthest we've gone back? I think it is. We're testing the time machine's limits today. I know. We're going to go back to October
1: 24th, 1983. Oh, uh, again, very exciting.
0: This song probably wasn't written yet. Yeah. Oh my god. That's like a paradox. <laughs> yes, it's exactly <laughs> what the definition is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
1: god. All right, Kenny. i to give you five movies. Tell me which one was number one at the box office. Wow. The week of October twenty fourth, nineteen eighty three. Okay. So we've already know we already know a couple of
0: movies that I might do. be on yeah. there. Yeah. Watch a lot of commercials before this. Episode. Yeah,
1: we watch a lot of nineteen eighty three commercials. They, they were insane. All right, so we have Brainstorm.
0: Wow. What is that? You don't remember Brainstorm? No. Remember Brain Games? Oh, yeah. Didn't that freak you out a little, Brain Games? A like little the music. Bit. Yeah, it was I don't think it was for super young kids even because it was like it was in between movies on HBO, right? They would have it on. Yeah, it was like
1: the filler during the day. Right. right. right, right. So you could, so you could watch full-on nudity then play a brain game <laughs> and then go back. Brain Games is now over. Over. All right, hold on, let's see here. I'm trying to remember the difference between brainstorm and, and karma. Games? Oh. Uh, this says it's a trailer, but I don't think it is. But we'll try.
0: <laughs> right.
1: MGM production.
2: Suppose it were possible to transfer from one mind to another the experience of another person. Hey, there it is. Any person, any experience. I'm telling you. It oh. Works. No. Test, sound, taste, everything, everything, 100%. In fact, better. Did you have a breakthrough or not? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like yes. Demonstration. Knock.
0: My look look at Cliff Robertson. Up. Yeah, so basically, you're hopping into the mind of another person. Yeah, exactly. So brainstorm, Mr. Mom. Oh, love Mr. Mom. Both love this, Mr. Mom. The Dead Zone.
1: Yes. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, couldn't remember which was which. Never say never again.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And under fire. What was under fire? With James Woods and uh, Nick Nolte. They're like they're journalists in El Salvador.
0: It's not that one.
1: Um, it's a relatively good movie, if I recall.
0: I mean, they're good actors. But yeah, that's it true. It doesn't seem interesting to me. Um, oh,
1: okay, well, that must not be
0: good. <laughs> All
1: right, so it was Dead Zone. Sorry, Brainstorm, Mr. Mom, Dead Zone, Never Say Never Again, Under Fire.
0: I'll go... It's fall release now. You have to put, get, get, in, get in the headspace. I will go... I learned this last week. I'll go the PG movie with Mr. Mom. Incorrect. Hmm.
1: Never say never oh, again. Yeah, I think it might have been opening weekend. Okay, which is hard to know, obviously. But yeah. Right. All right. And it was that was that the last Roger Moore one? I think so. I think it had to be, yeah. right? Yeah, because that's Living, the one
0: they did on how this get made.
1: That's right. Because Living Daylights is the next one. That's
0: Walkins in that too. And that's teeth. Never say never. Again. Oh God, he had a big year. Yeah.
1: Oh, a lot of movies. Yeah, I remember Dead Zone and Brainstorm scared the shit out of me.
0: Dead Zone's scary. Yeah, my dad For will, sure. We r- rented. I remember. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Dead Zone's like. Martin Sheen's like Trump in that movie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's like can't wait to push the button. That's the whole premise mm-hmm. of the
1: movie. <laughs> too real. All right, television. Oh yes. Who's number one this week? October twenty fourth, nineteen eighty three. Okay. If you want, do you want to pre guess? Because sometimes you like to pre guess. It's
0: not. It, it, it's not. It's too early for Cause. It's too early for Cheers. Yeah, correct. Um, I, believe, I believe Cheers finished last in the ratings. Yeah. Uh, eighty three. Probably too late for Three's Company. Give me the guesses. Yeah,
1: because it's interesting. When I looked at the list, it was kind of a strange transition list. Yeah. Hotel. Nighttime soap opera hotel. The A-Team. Okay. After MASH, the sequel to MASH. Okay. Simon and Simon. Mm. So we got G-Mac all over the tube. What can you do? You know what season this was of the After Mash? It couldn't have been more. Than, I don't think it ran for more than two seasons, so I could look. But I, I would be shocked if it's more uh, than because because Mash finished in eighty three. So yeah, so
0: it's got to be the first season. I would I'm guess. just saying if it, it if it was early, it's early in the year, so that might have gotten ratings still. Yeah, I think it's earlier as opposed to later, but I, I could check. I think eighteen. I don't know how popular that was yet. It's such a week, right, isn't it? Like yeah. a strange. I'll go. Uh... I'll go Simon and Simon. Oh, off the board. Yeah. I,
1: thought, I thought for sure you were going to talk yourself into the right answer. You did not. It's it's after Bash? It's the A-Team. Ah. Yeah, I, I know. didn't know when that started. I think that, like, fucking peaked right then. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was only... Oh, no, After ran two seasons, but that was the first season, fall of 83. Okay. So, And it, I believe it was second. So. Oh, you know what? a makes sense because Mr. T was in Rocky that year. Yeah, see? Rocky Three. Correct. All right. Now, we're going to get into our music charts. Before so as part of it, every single week on American Top Forty, Casey Kasem does a long distance dedication. He does. So we're lucky enough that right before he gets into the top five songs, he he does the dedication. So we're gonna play a little game, okay, I'm gonna give you four choices. You have to guess <laughs> which one is the long distance dedication. Okay.
0: Okay. You had time you had time to write these
1: this week. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I did, I just it, it is I got inspired this morning as I was getting ready, I, so I had to finish watching the movie. Okay, so is it a long distance dedication for a a girl whose lost dog was returned to her and the song is player, baby come back. Okay. A woman whose husband died of cancer and the song is endless love. (sighs) Shy guys who finally found a lady, Eddie Rabbit, step by step. (laughs) Uh, These are... (sighs) pure insanity Um, long distance dedication for a guy to his college sweetheart while he is studying abroad the Beatles across the universe
0: okay I don't think it's the Beatles oh interesting
1: just because oh okay Uh, and I will say as someone who's listened to a lot of these just almost always the song choices are just off the board like you just can't even
0: I'll go the endless love cancer one all right.
2: You ready? <laughs> long distance dedication. You know, sometimes a dedication is directed not to a particular person, but to a type of person, like this letter from a man in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia, Canada. He writes, Dear Casey, this request for a long distance dedication is not only for myself, but also for every shy guy who has oh either my found God. his true love or is experiencing love for the very first time <laughs> and is unsure how he should proceed. I refer to it as the perfect song to dedicate to that special lady in a <laughs> guy's Rabbit? life, if that particular guy is shy and unsure, like myself. He's reading this, this whole letter. The song gives step-by-step advice for us shy guys to follow in the face of the frustrating How did he dilemma do this which plagues years? most of us. Being unable to talk to that special lady as if she were a million still, miles away. Still going. Away. And when she does walk by, <laughs> not knowing what to say. Contained in this song's lyrics, there are three helpful steps. (laughs) Solutions to overcoming shyness, to being hesitant, and when you finally do have the nerve, to asking her out. Finally, to all you girls who know a shy guy who is interested in you and wishes to be with you, Give him a chance.
1: Because in 30 See, years, I they're going to be me out for you on the internet. The
2: guys like me out there listening to this dedication a chance by playing our song.
1: What is? I hope, he, I hope I hope you wrote this a longhand.
2: Thank you, Jim. Okay, Jim.
1: You know he's just reading his cold. Dedication. Like he does not. Oh, yeah. He yeah. could say anything. He's Ron Burgundy. Any
2: rabbit with
1: this is what he's doing for the shy guys out Jim there
2: in Canada to all the shy Canada. guys in the world and the countdown continues. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, to me,
1: there's just nothing funnier than a lot of this dedication. I don't know why, but it wasn't even it was it was the right. nobody. But, it w- but like all the ones I read are all plausible. Like yeah, those oh, are all things course. I've heard on there yes, before. Absolutely. I could see someone having an amputated foot and sending out a dedication yeah. to the foot they lost. Like, it's just, it's it's always possible. All right. So, we're going to do the top five, American Top 40. So, we're going to do it a little different today. Okay. I'm going to ask you for each song. I'm going to give you the five songs, and then as we do it, so I'll say number five and number four. So, don't give them all at once. Okay. Here are the songs. Lionel Richie, All Night Long.
0: hmm
1: Love that song. <laughs> Fix, One Thing Leads to yeah. Another. That's sec- third time that came up this week. You and I heard it in the car the other day. <laughs> Spendu Ballet. Spendau Ballet, sorry. True, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a big hit. Uh, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, Islands I'm in the stream. stream. And Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse <sighs> of the Heart. This is a fucking murderer's row of like just classic 80s songs. So out of those, what do you think is number
0: five? I mean, it could really be any of them. I know. It could all be interchangeable. I'll go fix Okay, let's hear it
1: 40. 40.
2: Radio plays them, record stores sell them Billboard ranks them and AT40 Counts them down <laughs> <laughs> Number <laughs> seven, After two weeks in a row at number yeah, 6 Oh, he nailed it right out Right out of the box <laughs> Well done to another by England's The Fix
1: England's London England It's a great song All right, so you're one for one. All right, what do you think is next? This is good, because now, you know, the tension is rising, Ken. True. Okay, you want to talk me through your logic, or you just want to...
2: I just felt it. Okay. From six to five in the countdown, with one thing leads to another. Now, as we work our way toward the four most popular songs in the land, <laughs> let's check out the tops of Billboard's Other Charts. Yeah, this is my favorite. Number one on the album chart is Synchronicity by the Police. All right. Number one on the country chart... I'll tell you later. Number one on the soul chart is All Night Long by Lionel Richie. Soul chart. And on the pop singles chart, we're back to a song that's been- <laughs> I couldn't right. it.
0: Everybody just moved away from in the out. <laughs> <hit by laughs> Starring a perfect game. Now, not for nothing, is, is it strange that we just talked about the dead zone? <laughs>
1: Maybe you just felt it. Like, you literally are feeling it. All right. Now it's getting interesting. Because these are all- I mean, they're all monster hits. I'll go Islands in the Stream. Okay. Let's go, Kenny. Dead zone the entire <laughs> list.
2: Spandau Ballet's fourth consecutive Spandau. week. Spandau. Four on American Forty. It's their first chart single in the U.S. A tune they took to number one in England, called "True." Up next, <laughs> it's like he forgot one soul song in the U.S. Oh, all night long. Coasting, coasting. Yeah.
1: Finally a miss. So you're you're down to two. Tyler versus Rogers Part.
2: I'm Casey Kasem, counting them down. Number three. The current hit by Lionel Richie is at number one on the soul chart for a second week. And on the pop chart, it climbs two notches this week to number (laughs) three. Here's all night long. (laughs) Remember
1: when I inexplicably yelled about Lionel Richie when I was visiting Uh, you in college? (laughs) Lost my mind yelling at him. All right. So what do you think? You got to make a call now. Two and one.
0: Total Eclipse is number two. All right. Let's see.
2: The man in the survey who after six years without a hit predicted in writing that within a year he would hit number one on the country chart and make the top ten on the pop chart. Well, he did just that And he went on to do the same thing Seven more times wow. Including the this gambler. week He is number one country And number one pop Details coming up coast Yeah coast. song that was number one For the past four weeks drops now To number two Here's Bonnie Tyler and so I missed total eclipse Yeah the I know this is impressive Every now and then So you know who wrote this
1: no Jim Steinman Who's that? He wrote all the songs for Meatloaf Oh,
0: interesting Because when you hear it, you're like, yeah, oh, this yeah, is like a fucking sure. Meatloaf song yeah. Did you ever see those videos? They're like maybe ten years old at this point. Where they do the video in the exact same words that like the song is about. No, it, I, I forgot the name of them. So like when she turns, turn around, bright eyes. It'll be like a guy that turns around, oh, bright yes, eyes. Oh yes, I do remember this. Yeah. I remember
2: that song particularly.
1: Yeah, because it's insane. <laughs> right.
2: A man who once made a prediction. After six hitless years, he predicted he'd hit number one on the country chart and the top ten on the pop chart. He once made a prediction. And he did it. And he kept on doing it, hitting number one country and top ten pop seven more times, including this week. Now, prior to his solo career, he was the lead singer of a group called the First Edition. In the late sixties, I, I wish I'd rather see a new edition, right? They had a number of top forty right. Ricky, hits. Ricky, Bobby, Kenny,
0: stopped Sing Candy Girl. For six consecutive <laughs> Ralph years, the first edition
2: didn't have any top forty hits. Finally, the lead singer went solo, and his first solo release managed to hit the chart, but didn't go any higher than number ninety seven. Wow. Well, a few weeks later, he told a writer that he should say in his article, quote, within a year, I will hit number one on the country chart, and that song will cross over and make the top ten on the pop chart as well. And I mean, I kind of specific. It was in June of 1976 wow. that this man made that's that late. bold prediction. I thought it would be prediction. earlier. And less than a year later, in Gambler. April of 1977, his smash, Lucille, was the number one country song in the land. And Lucille crossed over to the pop chart... And hit the top forty, a number one country hit, and a top All right. Ten pop we hit. get it. I love just it. He just beats a fucking dead horse. <laughs> and he's, he's like, I have, have to feel <laughs> four hours. time since that includes his current hit, and what a hit it is! The new I love number the temp one song every on time. the country chart is also the new number one song on the pop chart in the USA. It's by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Islands in the Stream.
1: That is what you are. Good song. Oh, you can't be mad about it. No. Not even a little bit. I like all five songs. Yeah. They're all I I those are all Stone Cold classics. Right, they are. It, it's so weird. I, I love it. It's amazing. That's why I love America. <laughs> we we we're capable of so much and so little simultaneously. <laughs> All right, Ken. That was the Wayback Machine for this week. All right. That was a good all one. All the way to October 24th, yeah. 1983. Right. I was just doing my Casey Kasem somewhere. Just yeah. dragging out. Sooner or later, we'll get one where this is the number one song. Oh. oh. And, then, and then the show will fold in on itself <laughs> and we'll all die.
0: And it'll only be the time-traveling agent. <laughs>
1: yeah, just be standing here counting his money.
0: Oh boy. Alright, we got a lot to get oh, to. here. this movie. I'm excited. For only having two characters, a lot happens.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, nothing happens. <laughs> that, that is so true. <laughs> I don't I I I didn't know what to say in watching it. I wrote What the Fuck or Whoa so many times. It was like a finger cuff this movie. Oh boy. It is. In opposite directions.
0: And, <laughs> yeah, and, and all of it is about pleasure and pain. Wow. All right. Yeah, so I'm excited. We open up in a uh, beachfront house uh okay oh, for, right off where are we at california you're sure yeah like northern i would say
1: okay because like at first they made it look like new york like, it's not new york because it's very foggy and then you see like bridges in the background so i'm like oh it's got to be like a place with a lot of bridges that was the ocean though clearly you know, the, yeah they did say it was the ocean but at first i was like this makes no sense all right and they don't really have houses like that in new york That's a very California No, that's true. It it definitely was. But then again, I can see one on Long
0: Island in 1983. Yeah, true. Anyway, because it had to be New York or LA because he's on TV. Right. So uh, we get a young uh, Mac and uh, Jane Seymour just moved into a house. Uh, This guy loves moving into new houses. (laughs) How many movies have we done
1: now where people are moving (laughs) in or out of a house? I can't believe it. I will say, though, they did something right.
0: The movers move the stuff. Well, they did not move their own stuff for the most part. But they, st- we'll get there. Okay, sorry. It's very, it's not too far away. Young Jane Seymour, wow, yeah, she's, she's very attractive. And this is
1: ten years after she was in Bond.
0: It's crazy. So she's probably she's like thirty. Yeah, she's probably thirty something. Yeah. yeah, wow, she's gorgeous. Uh, they have a parrot, which I thought was gonna come into play. Yep. Well, it's sort kind it of does. Uh, uh, but that was a strange thing. Our first amazing scene: <laughs> fucking Mac playing touch football in the driveway with the movers. Yeah. Does anybody let the movers do their job? In no.
1: Any of these? No, movies? they don't. I love it though. It's like, oh, you're an ex NFL player. Let's let's play touch football in the drive driveway by the ocean. That's not a flat drive. The stupidest. It's absurd. And then she calls a flag on the play, which I love. You can so, tell she has
0: no idea what she's talking no. about. Uh, so Mac is a retired football player. He. T- he certainly doesn't look he's a retired wide receiver. We're gonna talk about it.
1: We're gonna talk about it. I think I know who he's supposed to be. Supposed to be <laughs> I think he's supposed to be Steve Largen.
0: Yeah, that's what I think of Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so we get a shot of a creepy neighbor kind of watching Mac and Seymour make out by the ocean. Uh and I wrote here, God, I hope this parrot comes into play somehow. And then I wrote that.
1: So <laughs> So there's two things that are happening. At the beginning So the parrot is in there Which makes no sense The movers But then there's also Spooky music the And music, it's going in and out Right The music in this movie Is insane Right The beginning is spooky And then it goes into Like sitcom music Yeah 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 Then they have like The <laughs> deep like <laughs> Right So I, I thought for sure I really was convinced At first that The football was going To haunt them Like that he was going To be literally haunted <laughs> By football because I was like this makes no sense like because I thought the movie was about him and not her right yeah I didn't know it was about her right so I was like oh what's his haunting passion he quit football he's very upset about it we have a whole thing about the coach I'm like football a literal football is going to
0: haunt him I would have watched that movie I know look I got a lot of million dollar ideas so uh, Seymour is an artist Mag's is a, a retired football player he's going to become a sportscaster at the local TV station channel 9 to be exact WWOR uh, so he does like his first like run through. He, no charisma.
1: Wait, we're not even to. I got I got a million notes before we get to that. So one, they they buy this house because this is where they went on their first date. Right. What? Yeah. I'm, you know what, Ken? I, I barely know you. We're on a first date. <laughs> Let's go drive down by these dark rocks. Yeah, and hang out. out. Yeah. And she's like, I was so fucking horned up. She's
0: like, I couldn't wait. She is the most horned up woman. <laughs> it was great. But pent up. I love it not even pent up it was released oh well yeah but but unbeknownst to her well i texted you
1: last night as i was watching it and i said you were with a friend and you and i was like a lady and i said is Gerald mccraney handsome (laughs) i I don't know the answer was no yeah so i so i want to hear from the fans hashtag (laughs) Gerald mccraney if he's handsome mac boner (laughs) or if he's not hashtag mac downer because i need to know they treat him like he's like the hottest guy who's ever lived Except for he's not as hot as the ghost, obviously. <laughs> it was crazy. So uh, then you have the creepy guy looking. And we later find out knows
0: everything. Yeah, It doesn't tell them. No. And not even when she goes over there later. It doesn't tell them there's a poltergeist situation. <laughs> right. I, okay. I have another question. Okay.
1: Do the people in the movie live in a world where the movie poltergeist has come out? No. Because otherwise you'd immediately go, this is just like poltergeist, right? Right. Okay. Because it is just like poltergeist. <laughs> well... <laughs> There's one difference. The poltergeist lures a young child in poltergeist. Right. The poltergeist here is all about is oh. all of age. <laughs> Fb city. <plus-y. laughs> so, <laughs> and the neighbor looked like John Hausman from uh the Paper Chase. All right. Like when I saw him standing there, I thought it was him. Actually, yeah. I mean the copy left some you know detail <laughs> <laughs> to be desired. YouTube,
0: but... YouTube copy.
1: <laughs> Wait, is there anything? Oh, the parrot's name is Oliver. Right. Uh. Oh, yeah. They named the bay Passion Bay because that's where they went the fuck on their first date. Right. Passion Bay. Yeah, that would have been a rocks. good title. Passion Bay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this bird. This fucking
0: bird. I'm so excited. <laughs> this dunce of a bird. <laughs> so. All right. Go So ahead. I guess they have money from his playing career because this house is... <sighs> conservative three million dollars the but they talk about
1: it I, again this movie is much more realistic they talk a lot about making the mortgage and if we could stay here yeah right she says story we, we got to sell some paintings you know just in case right because he's no longer making three hundred twenty five thousand dollars whatever they paid it I mean, it's it's right on the ocean floor-to-ceiling windows it's a fucking mansion yeah Oh. And it also is a bird magnet, too, I think. I think birds are flying into it all the time. Yeah, I agree. It's just dead birds. <laughs> yeah, dead we should have <laughs> just walk out there and you're like, <gasps> it's like when someone gets a hat trick, they just bring out the broom and yeah. broom the hats <laughs> onto those, into
0: the garbage. Just all dead gulls. <laughs> oh so as Seymour is unpacking, uh, the lights start to flicker and the parrot freaks out. He starts flying around a house and squawking, and he flies right into the window, (laughs) snaps his neck, and dies. And then
1: she says later, like, when he comes home, when Dan Evans comes home, McCraney, and she goes, I have to tell you, Oliver died. He's like, well, what happened? She's like, I don't know. I was was trying to get him back in the cage. I was trying to, like, coax him. Coax him? You were poking him with a fucking broom.
0: No, I think she was kind of getting him to go on the broom. No,
1: but she was going, like, it looked like she was, she looked like a sand person. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when they're like, (laughs) (laughs) It was insane. I, it was nothing like coaxing that I've ever seen. It was very annoying. Well, they had like 18-foot ceilings. <laughs> that was my other problem. He wasn't in a cage. No. So then why? Is
0: she it's trying like to, a 30-pound bird. Then why is she trying to coax him? He was giant. He looked like a pterodactyl. <laughs> why not just let him fly around? Like, that's what you're doing. But she did, but he was just flipping out. Right, but then...
2: Okay, yeah, like I your guess,
0: point is why have them out in the <laughs> loose if you don't want them to fly <laughs> right, around? Right, exactly. Like if you're really worried, so like normally
1: when you have a pet, you have a new home, you like break them in. You don't just sure. you know, let them run free, right? Especially again
0: a place with thirty foot ceilings and glass. Right, that, you can really that, that build, that build a build a head of steam <laughs> before he smashes into a window like wily e. coyote. It's when it happens, it's so funny. Well, I was just like. Uh, at first i laughed because the way it hits is so comical yeah and then like i thought it was going to pop right back up and i'm like oh i got sad because it died <laughs>
1: yeah I, I, it did make me sad but it was funny and this is the moment too
0: where so dan goes to do his run through. wait wait oh there's one part okay because i got more <laughs> so the neighbor comes over with Wim chines a good solar and they don't bury the bush she throws it right <laughs> in the ocean <laughs> She throws it like she does. I mean, it's so funny how she throws it. She just like, tosses <laughs> it in there like trash.
1: It's like the uh, the dead dog in the back of the Hulk Hogan movie. Where they oh, just yeah, toss yeah. it into the water. Oh my god! But so what I don't get about this already. Well, there's one thing I like and one thing I dislike. So one thing I liked was at least it wasn't a buried secret situation where like it's so obvious the place is haunted. Oh, right away. Yeah. Like here, you're like, okay, it's weird. It's spooky. Mm-hmm. But, with, you know, remembering that we're hearing the music, she's not, so we know it's spooky. Correct. Right? Yeah. So if the bird just goes crazy and dies, that's not unlike a bird to fly into a window. No. Well, like the first day it's there. Well, the parrots are supposed to be very smart. But, right. And they well, he them. was smart. He knew there's a fucking specter in there. <laughs> well, th- So this begs the question, we know what happens. Does Ghost John throw the bird into the window? I don't think he does. Because he throws McCreney around. He throws her oh, around. He, he throws, throws the a, rapist around. He
0: throws for the rapist 45 <laughs> feet in <to> the air. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was <laughs> dropped out of a plane.
1: It was like they gotta want to shop with it's like <laughs> So but it but it begs the question, right? This bird's flying around.
0: I don't think John I, I, I think he I think he legit picked it up and threw it. <laughs> I think the bird saw him and flipped out. That's what I And tried it. to get away. You know how like dogs could see ghosts apparently. <laughs> yes, I do know that. Right. Because so, you believe in ghosts. Yeah, yeah, you know me. Are there dog ghosts? I think like, of a dog dies? I hope so. But like I gotta tell you something weird that happened yesterday. Okay. And uh, as you know, my dog Clarence passed away a couple months ago. And I was and it it was ironic because as I was watching this and doing the notes oh, no. on my computer, his picture just popped up. No, the, pi- the picture that's in, in his ashes and under the TV. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking I about. I don't that. even know how to open the pictures on my iMac. Wow. It was so bizarre. Well,
1: when you have an iMac, so you went to 1993. Or whatever. <laughs> it's called the, the
0: era, era book. You have your purple carry. My iMac. <laughs> my Apple 1.
1: My Apple 2e. My Lisa. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. I'll bizarre. give you that. It was bizarre. I don't know. It just begs the question again. If there are ghosts of everything, why aren't there ghosts just all over the place for everything? I think so. Like cockroaches sure. and fucking pigeons, bears, I, horses. Why not? That's my point. I would think so. So, can only horses see horse ghosts? I hope. So. No, I think they could see everything. Okay, so this is my big question for this movie that we've had numerous times for other movies. How do ghosts work? Because the mechanism by which the ghosts work is the whole logic of the movie, and this has been the, this is the same thing with buried buried secrets.
0: Where mm-hmm. We're like, can you puppet somebody? Can you move him around? I, I don't think he could puppet uh, a, as much as um, he He's obviously not- influences her. Right, he seems to have a mental thing with her, but Correct. he also has like kind of telekinesis. He has like a mental connection with her. Because he thinks it's the lady, but we don't Correct. know that.
1: We just think he's a... He's
0: very confused. It's a, They keep saying that, that he's confused. Well, but, we, but they keep saying it after an
1: hour and 10 minutes. No, I know. We have multiple scenes of her f- like finger blast, getting finger blast by a ghost. Constantly. And so we're just supposed to think this is a horny ghost. Yeah. Like we're supposed to think Ron Jeremy died... On that property, and now has come
0: back as a horny ghost. Right, and she's horny. Yeah,
1: she's horny for it, because McCready's got, got ED. Right, yes.
0: Yeah, he do, He definitely does. They don't say that, but he does. I
1: know. They, they, I will give them credit. They had a long conversation about it. Right. Like, that, that scene was probably seven minutes.
0: <laughs> probably. I was. just... Cause she's beautiful I mean she's sexy Yeah well, and like, Again you know it's, it's, it's all in your head It has nothing to do With right. the lady Well I, I mean I don't know You might know No you know I guarantee you know
1: Alright <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. fair. Yeah, fair enough Yeah okay
0: um, So where are we here So the neighbor <laughs> Sorry, ju- uh, I just
1: again How do ghosts work Is really the question
0: I mean, like I said, he obviously can physically affect things,
1: but I just love the idea that we're we spend more than three quarters of the movie not knowing why the ghost is there, and so the only things we know about the ghost are it can move things, yep. it can kill things, yep. it and it bang. likes to fuck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like that's all you need to know.
1: Why is this what we just call ghost sex? It should have been horny ghost. I, if they made a horny ghost, it would have been the highest rated movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Jane Seymour, Gerald McReady, horny ghost. I mean, he is horny. This ghost. I know. But, but how is that a movie that you don't know that the ghost is not just horny until the end? <laughs> it's insane.
0: <laughs> I, I love this. I love this movie so oh much. Oh, my God. So Seymour's had a rough day. She's taking a nice soak in the tub. Uh, She feels someone is in the house and starts looking around. It's the Mac man. And as she tries to leave the bedroom, the door shuts and she can't open it. Mac has to break it down. And like Seymour's very scared already of but the house. I didn't even understand what the neighbor either. So he
1: comes over the wind chimes. Okay, so this is what was unclear to me. He comes over, and the bird, it seemed like the bird was freaking out because of him. Like, they kind of set up like the neighbor is the creep. No, he comes over after the bird. I after- know, but, it, but you're, they show him staring at the house, right? Oh, yeah. And then the bird flies into the window. You're, maybe you're supposed to think he has telekinesis or is like a spirit or something. That was how I thought. All I thought right. for sh- I thought for a lot of the movie, he was the
0: bad guy. Because, okay. Well, Because you don't know. Just f- I just thought he just knew and he didn't want them to be upset, Until- which is what uh, what it was.
1: Yeah. But. I See, I didn't get that because then when he walks over with the fucking, I didn't even realize it was chimes. I thought yeah, it was just chimes. like, I was like, this adult man made this like childish, like <laughs> mobile. I was like, what is, what's going on? Just way to go. You fucking glued like seashells to string. I was like, you're a grown man. I was so mad at him. <laughs>
0: It, was, it just, it killed me. <laughs> uh, all right, where are we here? Uh, so she uh, she feels someone's in the house. All right, so they start making out. Mac, yeah. Mac Man rips off his vest. He's so, She's so scared and then goes right to horny. Right, yeah. It was awesome. Uh, he starts to take her to P-Town, and then uh, at this last second, he pulls away and he can't perform. He says he has a lot on his mind, of course. Yeah, I mean, what else? He, this is I love, too. He says he doesn't feel sexy. Yeah,
1: th- I, I got to say, this was like, it came pretty close to an honest talk about sex without talking about sex. Like, they were able to talk about ED without really talking about it, right. but they talked about it.
0: Right. They didn't know what it was then, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, we knew that it was a thing, but we just didn't right. know that it could be fixed. Correct. I, I just felt like he gave her a real case of blue labia.
0: <laughs> so he said he's having a hard time being a retired football player? God, I, I didn't realize when I wrote that. I wrote, does McCready have ED or does he just miss his parrot? <laughs>
1: He's very broken up about Oliver,
0: <laughs> uh. so, as they're sleeping that night, like, Seymour is having like I thought she's having like a sexual dream at first i well yeah, you're, I think you're supposed to think it's like a wet dream, and I'm pretty sure she's uh having it because of the ghosts in the house, she thought it was Mac touching well, she says kissing, but he was downstairs yeah yeah there there's a lot of implication of downstairs touching without any downstairs, correct, touching. because like her lips weren't moving, no her upstairs lips weren't moving. <laughs> and uh, yeah it, it i was like
1: this whole part is so weird so like when they're on the bed before they have the ed talk or no they're having the ed talk and then like the kenny g sax kicks in like it's like lethal weapon sax yeah you think he's trying to coax his dick out of his pants with that saxophone he's like come on you can do it you can do it it's so weird And then they go to bed, she has this crazy steamy dream, like she's really into it. Oh, yeah. Like convincingly into it. Right, like almost too convincing. Yeah, yeah, where you're like, oh boy. (laughs) uh, And so now she has like this dream man. Right. right. So you think in your mind, okay, she's having a psychotic break, right? Like, the movie is about her dreaming about a person in her dreams. this is what I think is happening. Okay, At this moment. The movie is about her having a dream man, not a ghost man, but a dream man, who she's in love with, and that he And all it plays out all the same. Like, McCraney thinks she's having an affair, but it's just a guy when she goes to sleep and she wakes up in weird places because she's sleepwalking because she's sleep-fucking. So she's taking off her clothes. And right. Going. So it's similar to the ghost, but more plausible because it's in a dream and it's more psychotic than, yeah. than like, supernatural. Yeah. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, it does. And I will say, at the end of that scene where she's in the bed with him, I wrote, I legitimately don't know what this movie is about. No. And they they just leave candles on. Very dangerous. Yeah, especially if you're walking around at night. So You're the just like banging candles. into shit. right? Maybe. Oh, you know what it was, Ken? I forgot. So I think they said at the beginning that Oliver would always put out the candles <laughs> at night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So now they're hosting the biggest dinner party. No, housewarming. Our house in the history of parties. Yeah. There's going to be 250 people
1: there. It's bigger than the marriage in um, <laughs> Godfather 2. <laughs> no, the one other one we watched uh, uh, with the stable boy.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With McCready. Yeah, with McCready. No, no, that was John uh, Locke. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. My stepson, my lover. Right, comma, my lover. Comma. Okay, and they play a Beatles song. Yeah, very on the piano. How
1: do you, how could they afford I, that? I thought the exact same thing. I was thing. like, it's got to be a million dollars just for the song.
0: Not even the performance, just the music. It's crazy. So, at this party, somebody takes a pic of uh, Seymour, and you could already tell they, like, there's a ghost behind her in the, in the Polaroid. Well, yeah. and that was, This
1: was like a common thing in the late 19th century. So there were these guys who, who would do they were photographers and they would do they would they'd say, oh, come get your like dream or your like uh, ghost photography so you could see who's in your past or whatever. And they would literally just fake it. Right. And then sell it back to him. Right. So that's why I was like, oh, maybe this guy's just fucking with her. Like, yeah,
0: he heard about this. So he's going to give her a weird Polaroid. I guarantee there's other Polaroids in that house. (laughs) So Seymour is fucking hot to trot in this movie, man. Yeah. She wants to bang all the time. It's called the haunting passion, Ken. That's true. So she's at this party, or I think it's at the party. She's having a, asking her friend about sexual fantasies. Oh, yeah. She have
1: them. Her friend's back in town, right? So her best friend and her daughter are there, and they're just, they're having a little chat, and then all of a sudden it turns. She's like, well, you know, what kind of dream? She's like, sexual. Yeah. She like comes right out with it. Yeah also she says portrait when it bothers me i'm gonna i'm gonna paint you a portrait
0: oh <laughs> i was like I, no. I i wrote here i like this movie but we're a half hour in and nothing's happened yet
1: <laughs> this is what i mean <laughs> we just think she's having an affair <laughs> with a dream and or spectral man that's it that's <laughs> well, all that's really the movie <laughs> i know but they don't explain it <laughs> so you don't know whether you're supposed to be afraid of it like are we worried about the ghost man does he have ghost aids I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to be worried about. Or are we upset at McCraney because he's allowing his wife to have a ghost
0: man because he can't perform? Like, what is the point of the movie after that? Whose side are we on? I think you're supposed to be on her side. Because the Mac man uh, isn't isn't pleasuring her. Can't perform. Yeah, and by the way, just
1: because your dick doesn't get hard means That's you can't what I'm you saying. Can pleasure a lady. Exactly. Like, get
0: in the game. Right. Like, do something. Yeah. I agree. Get down with the hand jive. Something. Something. Uh, so after the party, Mac goes to kiss Seymour and a glass is shattered in his hand. Yeah, that was awesome. And then they zoom into the glass like the glass did it. <laughs> There's like like it was its fault for breaking. It was so weird. <laughs> and it's like, wrong. So Mac has to take a trip to Seattle to interview his old coach. <laughs> I love uh, that he has to. Like, this is like, it's so weird. He's on like day two of
1: the job. By uh, the way, they hired him without a run through. Oh, yeah, of course. Remember they say he's like, I, my first day, gotta go. And he, the very first time he's been in front of the camera yeah. is the first day.
0: Yeah. Why would you do that? Oh, it's a local Channel 9. I guess, but... Um, turns out uh, this is the coach that cut him. Mm. He, Mac thinks he still had two or three good years left. What position did he play, Ken? Wide receiver. As he called it, flanker. <laughs> right. My favorite flanker. I mean... The 80s. He looks nothing like a professional athlete. <laughs> yeah. You know what he looks like, though? Windsurfer. True. <laughs> He looks so scared. Of that windsurfer. Can you imagine playing football? Oh my god. Uh, uh, I mean, just make him a former quarterback. I mean, it's somewhat more plausible.
1: Yeah, because yeah, because like sometimes you'll have guys like who look a little dorky but can like really throw. And, right. You know they are their game managers. And it's more plausible to like retire him out for the younger player there, like right. where you would give a shit. Yeah.
0: And it's a movie. Just make him a quarterback. <laughs> exactly. I wish they made it like a running back or something funny. Like. The last white running back. <laughs> so Seymour is shopping in a local store and finds a dress that she likes while this ominous music, music plays and she buys a dress. Right. That's it. Again, they just play music. I wrote here. How soon are they going to tell us what's happening? I was getting so frustrated.
1: Oh, and then the girl's like, she goes to Seymour. Can we buy it? I don't know. I'm not your fucking mom. Buy <laughs> it. Give <laughs> a shit. What you save your money for? <laughs> I love when you get egg. You get Pac-Man fever? Fine. but Do that. I don't care. Ugh. I'm too busy putting on this weird old dress.
0: So Seymour's uh, painting a port- portrait of her <laughs> friend's shithead daughter. We literally watch her do this painting for a full three minutes. Yeah. It's so long. They had to build to like the moment, though, where she freaks out. So, yeah, as she's painting. She zones out into this like trance. And I, starts- I thought her kimono was possessed. <laughs> I was
1: like, what's happening?
0: She's just trembling and staring into space. She starts, uh, so she starts, I thought at first she was writing words on the canvas, but she's drawing a picture. Uh, when she comes through, she's drawn a face that we don't recognize, and it kind of looked like Raul, Raul Julia to me. Okay, see, I wrote uh, Rudolph Valentino. Who's that? Like the famous silent film star.
1: No. Also ethnic of the Italian persuasion. So, you know, that's not, he's Spanish, Italian, that's not that far off. No.
0: So later that night, Seymour is freaked out and keeps looking at the drawing of the face. Why would she stay in this house alone? Like MacMan constantly yes. leaves her alone in this okay, house. Okay, so this is when it turns
1: from being logical to illogical. Is it, And again, we don't find out till later why she can't leave. Like in buried secrets, right? But it just is not insane that he would even go to work ever. Right. It's not like he's the president. You know, he's the Channel Nine sports guy. Sometimes, <laughs> like who gives a shit? He could not work the entire season and yeah, no I, one I mean, knows. the difference. She's having a fucking mental episode right. every day. She's she's in a kimono, staring
0: into space, not answering. Like that's right, that's, a, a that's a problem. Psychotic break. So as uh, she's getting a drink of water in the bathroom. The specter's face appears in the mirror, uh, sort of. Right. It you looks never, exactly like the picture. She yeah, but we in. only get
1: like you really don't realize it's human until. Very late in the movie oh, that's yeah. like a full minute. Because, like, again, you think it's like spirits. Yeah. Like just Sp- like
0: spirits. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but you think it's just clouds that are fucking her. It's so, so weird. So just wrote,
0: get out of there. Yeah. What leave. are you doing? What are you doing? So the specter also keeps calling her name. Now, I, at first, I didn't know if that was part of the just the, the soundtrack. Yeah, I didn't know either. But it's calling her constantly. The, the
1: other part that was weird about the soundtrack is that his name is Dan, and she calls him Danny, but it sounds like every time she's saying Daddy. Oh. And it weirded me out. She was like, Danny. Huh. Danny.
0: And I'm like, ugh, stop! So then she just starts. She just pounds this ghost outside. She lays down. Yeah, she's just writhing. She's right. She's but getting
1: hammered. I, by I never John, noticed though, Jonathan. She always has her hands over her head, so you never think she's going to touch herself. Oh wow, it's, I didn't catch that. So in the steamy shower scene, that's oh yeah,
0: you're right. She she yeah.
1: never puts her hands underneath her shoulders, so you can never think she might touch her boob or her vagina. That's a good point i know but it's but it's also then crazy this guy's like going to town he clearly was on his knees in the shower just like (laughs) analingus cunnilingus was on the table (laughs) and that ghost is from the 20s and he knows how to eat pussy it's true you got to give that guy credit i'm on the ghost side in all
0: of this oh yeah uh so she, uh, the Mac man comes home and finds Seymour naked in bed. Yeah, she has sex hair, too. He's, like It's so he, obvious. Yeah. He's suspicious of what's going on. Like, no kidding. <laughs> uh, she says nothing's going on. And really, like, is anything going on? I don't know. I mean, something is going on, but it's not an
1: affair. Is it an affair? I don't think so. Could you legally file for divorce if you were like, my wife is sleeping with a ghost?
0: Well, I... But like, if you had the video know. footage
1: of her on the beach, and then you, then you see her and you go... If you saw this, what would you think, Judge <laughs> Wapner? <laughs> like, I, I think, I think, you legitimately, make an argument that she could. But I mean, I don't know if she's doing it willingly, though. See, this is what I didn't understand either, because I think the way they set it up is she is, because otherwise it's ghost rape, and that's even that's so fucking weird. Like, then what do we do? <laughs> so she has to be into it. All right, fair enough. Because I don't even think she's being like. Um, persuaded or her mind is being taken over she's being drawn to him right but i don't i don't oh she definitely gives in to him right she's willingly giving him ghost head (laughs) i got a million of these don't worry uh also she says to dan don't you fantasize and he says no yeah she's a goddamn liar i know like what this is your chance to get it all on the table right right? like what are you into that i'm not doing? gonna be weirder than what she's telling you (laughs) exactly Could be like you know what i really want i want to see you dress up like a gorilla all right great (laughs) let's do it Hashtag Coco Camp, <laughs> Sophia still memes. I was just like, th- this is the chance for Dan to open up. He's clearly repressed to talk about his feelings and what he needs from her. Right. And he just fucking blows it. It makes no sense.
0: So Mac is jealous of the painting she did of Raul Julia. <laughs> so Seymour heads over to her friend's house to talk about, Adam's the- family values. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the ghost. The friend tells her the house is brand new. How can it be haunted? I mean, that's a good point. No, this movie asks the tough questions. He's like, is it an obsession? How could it be haunted? Who do we... Like, they really try. Yeah,
1: for sure. I I was impressed, even though she should not have stayed. No,
0: no. Uh, Her friend suggests she brings... I'm with you today. Let's go new mic style. Yeah, I'm like, my back's killing me. My back's killing me, yeah. Seymour Seymour heads back home uh, to her ghost... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I missed the part. So her friend suggests she brings a medium into the house. (laughs) There's a good idea. Okay, Again, how do you go to work knowing this is happening in your house? Like, now now that you know. (laughs) But he doesn't know this yet. No, but he knows. He knows something is going on. Right, but but he thinks there's a real person (coughs) at the time. Okay, that even makes my point even more. Well, yeah, don't even go at all. Yeah, right. Like, I'm also like,
1: if she's crazy and, and is having ghost sex or dream sex, like, you need to not leave the house. At least go to the doctor together. Like, there's no reason not to
0: go to a psychologist or something. But I don't remember, but I don't think she tells him yet what it is. No, but he says to her, is this an obsession at at that point in the movie? But he thinks it's a real person she's fantasizing about, not the ghost. (laughs) This is so stupid. (laughs) So Mac has his TV debut, knocks it out of the park. Uh, Seymour head, heads back home to her ghost lover. She can't go in because she's Sarah and She goes to the next door neighbor instead. Perfect time for this neighbor to tell her what's going on. Okay, so two things: one, they set up the football stuff like it's going to matter, and it doesn't.
1: I sincerely thought the end of the movie was going to be <laughs> him throwing a football to save her, like or you know what I mean, or, <laughs> or like catching ca- or catching something falling, like the bird or whatever. It's <sighs> nope, Nope. nope. Had nothing to do. Just it was just a way to waste twenty minutes of the movie i guess understand why he has erectile dysfunction
0: (laughs) so she goes to this guy yeah and asks her the history of the house (laughs) he doesn't tell her anything
1: (laughs) why not then when she's so clearly in distress she's freaking out and he doesn't go you You know know, you know (laughs) actually something weird did happen the house did burn down and somebody Uh, did get poisoned and the lady who's the litter lives in a weird insane home uh, a mile away right that's it so you had to tell them do you know what he says when she leaves or no when she gets there He goes, I was just about to go to the airport. (laughs) If you look but I have a few minutes to make tea. If you look at his house, all the fucking lights are on. He was going to the airport with his entire house lit up. Like, what are you doing? Maybe (laughs) I'm just about to go to the airport, so I turned on everything in my apartment. (laughs) The microwave is going, the oven, the dishwasher. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
0: Oh, I yeah I, uh, I couldn't uh, think that guy he was God. killing me. Uh, so she heads back home and finds a polaroid her friend took, uh, and there seems to be a ghost in the picture. Mm. As she's looking, there's someone physically in the house, like a cab burglar. Yeah, because rapist. Or this something. was the best part. Yeah, he was a burglar. I, I, I
1: misspoke earlier, but this is a great part. This one, this legitimately scared the shit out yeah. of me Yeah, so he, he jumps out.
0: Yeah, it's like a real. At first, I was <laughs> thought it was the ghost. I did too. So he chases her through the house, and I wrote, "This is when things get crazy." The ghost. <laughs> this lifts, is when things get crazy. The ghost lifts him off from, <laughs> throws him, legit thirty yards. Yeah, yeah. Onto the rocks. The, the detective asks a lot of good questions he about does. how this is possible because
1: and it Max's, should not impossible. First of all, there's no way Mac
0: could <laughs> no. have done that.
1: The three of them together couldn't. It have
0: No, it was, was like he, he was in a cab, sitting in a catapult. <laughs>
1: it's so funny when it happens to but the guy's dressed like a cat burger like you can't see his face he's all in black yeah and he runs out he's like it's <laughs> he's so, "So funny." <laughs> <laughs> he does like scare her instead of like <laughs> yeah. trying to be stealth right like you would think he would not want her to see him and just steal some shit and go also she never leaves the house so why was he
0: could she never does and it's
1: all glass he knows she's there
0: there's nowhere to hide So now we're at the hospital, and Seymour had to be uh, sedated for emotional trauma. Seymour apparently told the cops that a ghost picked up the cat burglar through him. (laughs) She told the police that.
1: (laughs) I have to say, I wrote down at this point, too. (laughs) Like, what are we supposed to be scared of? Are we supposed to be scared that the ghost makes her come? Is that bad? (laughs) Like, again, it's supposed to be like a thriller slash horror movie. But the only thing that happens is a ghost makes her come. That's it. Yeah. And saves her from possible sexual assault. It's it's more porno than a scary movie. Right, but like, this is why I didn't know what the movie wanted. Did, are we supposed to be on her side, like, let her be with the ghost and just be happy and McCraney's out? Are we supposed to just... That's what the ghost wants. Yeah, but I didn't think there's anything wrong with the ghost. There wasn't. I don't think there ever was. In it anything. only is at the very end. When it she, protects her. That's right. what it does. I agree. And then only at the very end with the poison, but she only does that because she's trying to... Right. You know what I mean? She's trying to trick him. She, right. I think if she'd just been in a consensual relationship with the ghost, they, they could have lived there forever. She could have <laughs> kept the fucking parrot alive. Although there's a ghost to Oliver, probably. Probably. Oh, God. The next people who move into the house are going to have to deal with Oliver, the parrot.
0: It's <laughs> a stupid name for a bird. <laughs> the, the haunting passion, too. Oliver. Oliver Oliver's revenge. <laughs> <laughs> so Seymour is now at the shrink and he's asking about the ghost. <laughs> just <laughs> two parrots who live together. Another, <laughs> she's like, are you fucking another parrot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. So the Shrink's advice is for her to go home and face her fears. She says part of her wants to go home and her ghost lover. Uh, oh. They're they're back home and Seymour keeps zoning out. She can't keep her mind off that ghost dick. <laughs> she says Mac should go to work. She like she's trying to get him yes, out of the house I at this know. point. Okay, so we, one thing
1: we missed was I said the the detective looks like uh, Dan Haggerty, aka Grizzly right. Adams, like right. and he's asking a lot of good questions. And then he says straight out to Mac, he goes. Is your, do you think your wife is sleeping with anyone else? Yeah. And he's like, "Oh!" and he stares him down so hard. Yeah, also, Mac is
0: not happy. In that I story.
1: forgot one observation from the uh, break-in. It st- I said that the, uh,
0: the burglar runs like Cotton Man. <laughs> he did. He, did. <laughs> he looked just like Cotton he Man. It made me laugh more. <laughs> yeah. hard. Um, sassy friend comes over with the medium and the medium's doctor. The medium is looking around and said, there's an earthbound soul in the house. Mm-hmm. She says, whatever the fuck that means. This, she says the soul is there because of Seymour. She says there was another house there at one time, and that's where the ghost died. The, hey the medium uh, said the man and woman died in a fire. She says they have to find uh, said they have to find what's held in them there so she could be free. Okay, he so here's be- what I thought was going to
1: happen. So they bring the medium over unannounced. I thought the medium was going to start fucking the ghost. <laughs> I thought they, she was going to get all horned up same way. He's like, Wh- whatever woman comes in here who communes with me, I just go into it.
0: Jesus. Your mind goes to weird places. You didn't think that? No. You thought it was just Seymour. Alright. Uh, I thought he had a con- connection with Seymour. So <laughs> Seymour guess. goes to show the doctor the Polaroid uh, with the ghost and it literally burns up in her hand. Uh, the medium says she uh, he doesn't want them there, only Seymour. <laughs> Uh, they try. They're, they are trying to get the ghost to come forward And suddenly an odd colored <laughs> specter appears I read the same thing She wants to be alone to fuck that ghost Yeah she does And
1: like w- the medium comes there and then just leaves
0: Yeah this I put here Now the medium is leaving And leaves her with basically no instructions <laughs> She goes well now we know it's an evil ghost That's trying to whatever Or how to get rid of it She's like I gotta go Gotta go work my shift to ground around So the specter starts calling to her again And he's apparently turned the shower on I don't know how we did that Yeah ghost loves steam And made the bathroom shower. full of
1: steam Oh boy
0: She starts to undress like immediately like she knows it's him. Yeah. Uh, and, and as she's well, getting probably hot in there too, to as be she's fair. getting all sexed up, she keeps asking for his name. He draws the name Jonathan in the mirror. Okay, because I couldn't tell her what she said. I didn't see. Yeah, didn't she's like, tell that. me. She's saying, tell Yeah, me I was like, John, Jonathan. I think the specter tells her to ask what his name is. And this scene had to be seven minutes. Yeah, it's, it's so long. Like she is just circling and that's, and Yeah, and that's when she takes the shower with her arms yeah. over her head. It's so clear she's just getting it from every angle from the ghost. So MacMan gets home and he is ready to party. Finally, yeah, he's like, I figured it out. Too bad Seymour already got she got her poison out. What if like he doesn't want him? What
1: if his thing is ghost cuckolding? Like he didn't realize it, but he wants to watch her get fucked by a ghost, and that's what turns him on.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he could eat out his ghost jizz out of her pussy. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: I thought a lot about ghost sex this week. What do you want? Next morning, Mac wakes up and Seymour has gone. He goes looking for her but can't find her and goes to work. Mac thinks Seymour is cheating on him, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. But does he know it's with a ghost? Seymour is at the grocery store and there's champagne in her basket. She didn't put it there. She buys it anyway. Yeah. She, why not? I'm into this. She's on the phone with Mac and the ghost cuts the phone lines. <laughs> he places two champagne glasses on the table. Yeah. Seymour uh, finally puts on the dress that she bought at the shop. Looks like it's going to be a romantic evening with her ghost lover. Uh Mac comes home to Seymour and she calls him Jonathan. <laughs> she says yeah. now he still doesn't know it's a ghost. <laughs> right. So she, she says it's a ghost that Mac of course doesn't believe her. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about, basically?
1: It's it, it okay, so I what kind of store was that where she bought the champagne? Was it was like a general store? Yeah, it was a yeah. It looked so weird. That guy's pants were so bizarre.
0: <laughs> Ugh, yeah, I, it looked like a um Trader Joe's kind of thing to me. Okay, all right. Uh Mac grabs her and uh, the ghost starts shaking the house. They go to see the neighbor, and he, this is where he tells them everything. Basically. No, but I
1: love it. Dad goes, it could be an earthquake or a low-flying jet.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. I know. It's just so funny. It's like, that's a reasonable explanation. He tells No, that, it's a sex ghost. He tell, Yeah, that's more believable. He tells them <laughs> that the house burned down and tells them that an, a uh, man named Jonathan was poisoned in the house where he is now, where they live he, now. He, in two minutes, spills the, the entire he, right. thing. The woman who lived in the house is, with Jonathan is still alive, so they go to find her. Mrs. Gramble. She asks where Seymour found that dress and it ends up that it was her exact dress. Mrs. Gramble says, John, I'm going to just breeze. No, but you. she goes, but it,
1: so she's talking to this woman and she goes, Well, I wore this beautiful dress. She goes, Well, it's from whatever. Well, an antique dress can't be beautiful. It was such a weird thing to say. Also,
0: No, she goes, It's antique. She goes, No, it's not.
1: It's, oh, yeah. It's garbage yeah, it or whatever. It's no, 60 it's, years yeah, old. Fuck you. I think, so here's what I think is happening in that scene that they're not spelling out. Okay. I think Mrs. Gramble's mad that seymour's fucking her husband i think so too i think she's I like definitely thought she that. figured it out she's yeah. like fuck so she's like oh you don't like my dress well i'm fucking your ghost husband so eat a dick <laughs>
0: mrs gramble Yeah, seriously uh so uh mrs gramble says jonathan wanted them to be together forever and poison the champagne so they could commit suicide together <laughs> this is so it's crazy. crazy it's crazy reading it <laughs> yeah. she couldn't go through with it but jonathan did and he died
1: yeah, what is that? And this she, was
0: 50 years ago. Right, and she says, I put it in my
1: mouth and knew it was poisoned, and I spit it out, but I let him drink it. Yeah. What? So either, was it a pact, or was it a trick? It was. The, I think it was a pact that she okay. chickened out of. Okay, because she made it sound like she could have stopped him, and she didn't. No, he drank it first, oh, and then she go, okay. She went to drink it, All she right. couldn't do it. I, I couldn't follow So they her go back to the magic. house.
0: Seymour goes back inside to confront Jonathan. Jonathan finally appears to Seymour, and she tells him that she's not Mrs. Gramble. He gives her the poison champagne anyway. Mac comes in.
1: Wait, wait. St- so she goes in there. So when they're arguing in the car, and Mac is like, I want to go in with you. And she's yeah, like, you she can't. Said, no. right. I mean, we know what happened to the burglar, so it makes sense. Right. And, <laughs> and then she turns to and goes... He won't hurt me. I'm like, well, he won't hurt you. I don't think Max is. Uh, Mac is worried about her. Him hurting yeah. you. He's worried about every other thing you're doing with them. Like it was so
0: crazy. Uh Mm. Uh, so Jonathan, like I said, he finally appears. Uh, Mac comes. To, uh, comes in to help her. Uh, before she drinks the champagne, he gets he throws a rock through the window and comes in. Yeah, he, Seymour doesn't drink the yeah, champagne. Yeah, he does
1: throw something, so there is that, but it's not well thrown. No, it's, it's
0: thrown about as well as Oliver into the she, ocean. She loves the Mac man after all.
1: Yeah, but okay. So one, the ghost looked like Luke Wilson, <laughs> which I thought was very interesting. Then she kills herself. Now you're telling me at the end of this movie. Mac and Seymour, I watched that show, by the way. Mac and Seymour stay in this house.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, so let me me just fix Okay. So Mrs. Gramble shows up. Oh, sorry. I thought you got through that. My bad. Transforms into a younger Mrs. Gramble ghost. (laughs) It's as crazy as Well, first she's
1: the ghost, and then she dies somewhere else.
0: We don't know that, though. I know. It's crazy. Because she comes to the window as a full, like, as a human. (laughs) Then she transforms when she walks into a ghost. See, a younger version. Okay. I yeah, I I guess. She I finally not... drinks the champagne so she could be with Jonathan. Now they can live happy over after. Question mark? Uh did, so okay. we end with uh Seymour and the Mac Man uh, post coitus <laughs> in bed. They get a call that Mrs. G- Gramble had died at the retirement home.
1: Okay. So why didn't Mrs. Gramble just kill herself fifty years ago? So what the movie is positing is she chickens out. Right. This is the love of her life. He becomes a poltergeist. A right. sex geist.
0: Yeah, but she doesn't know that. Okay. She doesn't? No. Because well, then how does the guy know? The neighbor? Well, the guy doesn't know there's a ghost there. Okay. I he thought just he, knows that... See, I thought it, he knew was, there was spectral no, things going he gets, on. He, he knows that if something goes on there, this is why. There's a ghost there. Okay. Even so. Okay. So even if she doesn't know that,
1: she still lives her entire life doing nothing she has no children
0: no husband right she never she might as well have killed herself like i don't understand what the maybe that was like her punishing i'm not giving them that much credit that that's her punishing Uh, uh, herself uh, for not doing it but like that's the only thing that makes sense okay i just think she should have killed herself so uh, suicide's uh, rarely
1: uh, the solution but uh, (laughs) in this
0: case as you say so mac and seymour just go back to being normal yeah they're like oh we're just in this house with the which makes sense like if in in there if like they think they're they're gone then you might as well stay in his beautiful house.
1: No. <laughs> you don't think so? It, no, you sell it to some other fool and you make money on it because who wants to be there? All that weird shit that happened. Unless it's now the only place that Matt can get a heart on. <laughs> I hope so. And they just like, okay, when the guy calls about the lady, Mrs. Granville, he goes, it's as if she decided to stop living.
0: Yeah, that's what oh, dying is. Oh, my God. So <sighs> that brings us to the end of The Haunting Passion. So, Dr. Mud, on a scale of one to five, girl talk, talking about ghosts. <laughs> I thought you were going to say dead parents. What do you give this one? It, this has to be a five. Oh, this is a five for you? I don't see how it's not. I mean,
1: it, it's different than a lot of the other fives. Well, there's only even two others. And it's so crazy and just so... I don't know how they did it. They made a boring movie exciting. They made a movie with no logic it, that still I want to know everything about. I just never thought I would see a TV movie that the the topic is ghost sex. Like, there's no other topic. And <laughs> if they is. made it five years later, it would have been about a, a ghost sex, a, a ghost with AIDS.
0: It was a tunnel vision movie. Yeah. Like, this is the, what this is about, guys. I loved it. And that's it. It's a roller coaster. I think that's
1: what TV movies are for. Like, there's no outside to the movie. I li- is got a five for I, you? No,
0: I liked it. Wow. I liked it. Wow. But... I don't know. It was a, there's. I, I don't know. It was good. It's it, it, it's. I would say it's a four for me. Four the and fact a half. that I can't even describe it in less than three paragraphs tells me it was good. Oh no, it was crazy. And it and it was. I mean, it, I liked it, and I didn't pause hardly at, at all, which is oh, a good sign. Oh, I didn't pause at all. Yeah, it was it's an good, hour thirty five, maybe yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> It, we, we've, we've done It's weird that we've done Two really good ones in a row Yeah
1: that's true I mean Mactober We went out of our way though I mean we read a lot of descriptions And they were all good True There was one movie That he wrote and directed That we couldn't find yeah. That I really wanted to do but, Yeah But this was a great substitute It was awesome Yeah It was perfect I'll, It's gotta be at least a four and a half I'm surprised you went four
0: Yeah I mean I really go the half I, I liked it I liked it I would watch it again all right. the, the thing is, if if I'm giving People Across the Lake a five, I can't give this one a five. Really? Okay. Because I like People Across the Lake a, a lot better. Really? Yes. I think it's equally insane. Uh, it, they're both crazy. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. You might have talked me into a four and a half for this. I mean, if he would have jumped in the ocean and put sweatpants on <laughs> in this one, I would have given it a five. <laughs> We have a burial scene of a dead parrot. It's, it's not even a burial. She the
1: throws, the it throws it in the garbage. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. And we yeah, we have multiple ghost orgasms. Yeah. There's ghost jizz all over that house. <laughs> it's green. <laughs> yeah. cooler. <laughs> Slimer, a.k.a. onion. Uh, sure. All right. So what else do you got for us? <sighs> all right, Kenny. You ready? For another round of celebrity net worth. Always ready. Alright, it's gonna get interesting today. Just, mm. just be ready. It's going go anywhere.
2: Everything around me.
1: Had to put extra gas in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Shaolin <laughs> <land>. <laughs> me. Cream,
0: get the shallow and land.
1: It makes us feel like producers when we do this. Like we're just bobbing our heads, like listening to our bomb-ass track. All right, Ken. Hmm. I'm trying to decide what order I want to do these in. They're all so and Order same. of operations. Yeah, PEMDAS
0: effects. What? PEMDAS. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So we're going to start with the Jane Seymour division. Okay. So these are all co-stars of Jane Seymour throughout her years in show business. In the biz. Yeah, the biz. So, you know, it's, it's not show friends. <laughs> That's right. So we have Jane Seymour. Mm-hmm. Let me put this on your list. Chad Allen. Who's that? He was on um the Wilford
0: Brimley show. Our House? He, uh, Yes. Okay. And he was like a teen heartthrob. Yeah, I know. He had a big blonde hair. Yeah. Lauren Green, who's that?
1: Oh come on, for God. our listeners. For our listeners, uh, he's a lifelong actor. Oh, Lauren. Yeah, L O R N E, like Lauren Michaels.
0: Oh, Lauren. <sighs> I Need mean, you said it correctly?
1: Okay, now you know what it no? is. Okay, <laughs> where's your dead zone power now, <laughs> dumb motherfucker? Uh, Lauren Green Bonanza. Battlestar Galactica, that's what the I was original. thinking of. OG. Uh, was there anything else? I think those are the only right. Those are the big, I mean, you know, fucking Bonanza was not for 40 years, that's so, right. you know. Uh, he's Canadian also. Okay. Which I did not realize. So we have Jane Seymour, Chad Allen, Lorne Green, Victoria Tennant. I don't know who that is. Hitler. Oh, my God. You don't know any of these people are. I don't know old-timey shows. Well, she's old. Oh, we can cut this one out. That's fine. And Robert Mitchum, All right. know who he is yes. from *Knight of the Hunter*. So those are your five: Seymour Allen, Green, Tennant, Mitchum.
0: Now, Victoria Tennant was in a lot. of... I mean, she's like one of those faces. They I were mean those um... old timey ones. Sometimes they have like so much money, it's crazy. But that's sort of why I was.
1: That's sort of why I was doing it.
0: I mean, I really have no idea. Uh. Seymour. Oh, who is she married to? Is she married to... Ah, shit. Anyway. Seymour. She's on Met- Medicine Woman for... That was on a while. Yeah. Uh, I'll go $10 million for her. Okay. The rest, I have no idea. Robert- oh, that's right. She used to be with Steve Martin. Okay. I knew I knew her for some God, reason. God, I mean, this could... Robert Mitchum. God, who knows? <laughs> 40 million okay i love this i love what i, I, I have no have idea i know i love it it's because i don't know who any of the people are really besides Gene okay. seymour
1: i think you know who Lauren green is i think you know his face all right the uh, old guy in Battlestar galactica yeah
0: i have an idea okay i'll go 20 million uh what was he in besides that bonanza, bonanza from 1959 to 1973 jesus <laughs> i'll go insane. 25 for him okay Chad Allen <laughs> I, fucking knows. I guess six million and Victoria Tennant, I love this so I much, Knows ten, uh twelve, Ken,
1: this is how I know you're a savant. you hit <laughs> one of them on the head, and one Victoria Tennant was ten. you <laughs> just said. said it without even knowing now the other ones you are wildly wrong, okay, so Chad Allen was six, <laughs> okay, How you knew that, I don't know. <laughs> Um, and so we have a three-way tie. Oh wow! Lauren Green, Victoria Tennant, and Robert Mitchum, all
0: ten million dollars. Ten, okay. And now you ready for this? Yeah. See more butts. All right, hold on. I got to get something ready. Oh, I know what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Oh, it's uh,
1: wait. What? Oh, it's on my playlist. Hold on. I th- I think we can legitimately say <laughs> this is a Jamiroquai situation. <laughs>
0: the long intro oh, yeah. i forgot to prepare it so what did you say seymour? i said 10 uh,
1: now that you know it's a jamiroquai 75 great guess 90 million dollars how? how i don't know it's jane
0: seymour she, oh i bet she, she had like skincare products or hair care oh or you're right i didn't even think
1: of that yeah i think she did now no, that yeah you're it. right she, she beautiful did. beautiful hair she did yeah It is virtual insanity Shut up
0: <laughs> Jerk off.
1: I mean he, he markets hats She markets shampoo <laughs> a First Tamiracai situation in a while yeah. I feel like
0: Yeah that's crazy
1: Yeah I was shocked when I saw it I thought maybe it was a misprint I was like did I read this <laughs> Is that 9 million Nope 90 million <sighs> Alright Ken we're going to quickly 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 mm-hmm. We're going to play a little round Yes Of celebrity height <laughs> hey, this is radio station WSK. <laughs> I love that it's like a joke in and of itself <laughs> Now the <that laughs> dumb songs um, Alright so who's taller Dan Evans A.K.A. Gerald McCraney <laughs>
0: Which I know how tall he is already I
1: know Or Steve Largent <laughs> The man he's supposed to be in this movie So
0: GMAC is 6'1 if I remember correctly
1: I can neither confirm nor deny
0: I don't think Steve Largent was tall
1: Former governor of Oklahoma.
0: I'll go uh, Steve Largin was 5'11".
1: Right on the nose. We have a winner. All right. Now we're quickly going to do the A team. Put them height? in order of height. Oh, okay.
0: So Mr. T. So the
1: number one rated show this week, October 24th, 1983. So you got uh, B.A. Baracus, yeah. Murdoch, Face, and Hannibal. Dwight Schultz, Dirk Benedict, George Papard, <laughs> and Senor Tay.
0: I don't think Mr. T was tall.
1: Stallone's (laughs)
0: short.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's true. That throws off the whole thing. Stallone wears like lifts. He's like 5'4". He's so tiny. I'll go face. Okay, face man. Was six foot. Dirk Benedict. Yeah. Also a star of Battlestar Galactica. you saying six foot? Yeah. Okay. Hannibal. Sure. George Pappard. Uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. 5'10". Okay.
0: Interesting. Murdoch, hmm. 5'9". He's rangy. All right. He's going the other way. Mr. T, 5'7". Wow. Okay. I will say this.
1: These are the listed heights, right? So sure. So you have to always inflate probably by 10% yeah. strictly because of Hollywood. From uh, B to T, the face... Oh, no. Sorry. B.A. Baracus at 5'10". Come on. The face man at 5'11". All right. Papard Hannibal, 6'. Murdoch, Dwight Schultz, 6-1. All right. Yeah, a little bit shocking. A little bit shocking. I don't think Mr. Key's five ten, but I don't think any of those are right. But I I got to go with what's on the page. <laughs> it's true. I have no choice. I, have, I don't have a tape measure. I don't have access. Pretty sure George Mappard is dead. There's only so much I could do. All right. So let's put the A-team in order of uh, the Celebrity Net Worth. Wow. Wow. Now I think this is an even playing field, given that their fame almost all comes, their wealth probably all comes from that one show. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a lot of other stuff you have to worry about.
0: I mean, Mr. T was in Rocky Three, but I don't know. He how might much get yet. good residuals on that. DC
1: Cab. Yeah, I mean that's a, that was a big rental. I love DC Cab. Sure. I watched it a fucking million times.
0: Um, all right. So Hannibal. So Mr. But George Papard was in Hollywood longer. Right. Mr. T had like merch too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. All right. Also, his daughter went to college with our high school classmate Luke Schutz.
0: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs>
1: I got something uh, right. for the I'll, show.
0: I'll, I'll go. Oh God. Um. I'll go Hannibal. Okay. George Pappard. Hmm. Yeah, like you said. Like, how much was he? I'm sure he was in so much that. It's a long career. I'll go and he was older when he died. I'll go 11 million for him. Okay. I'll go 9 for Mr. T. Oh, wow, okay. Um uh Face <laughs> Face fuck. Man. Uh 5 and Murdoch
1: 3. Are right, you hit one on the nose? Murdoch mm. at 3. Okay. Now, what if I told you he was second highest on the list. Wow. So it's uh George Papard, five million at the time of his death. All right. Dwight Schultz, three million. He played uh Robert Oppenheimer and Fat Man and Little Boy. <laughs> I highly recommend that film. And then Mr. T and Dirk Benedict tied at one point five million dollars. Wow. What
0: did Mr. T do with his money?
1: I remember he like kind of famously went broke, I want to it say, he? like ten or fifteen that. years ago? Wow. Remember he was on Conan all the time? I think that was because he needed the money.
0: Uh, hmm, interesting.
1: Because he had cancer. He had insurance, I want to say. It was like oh, something like that. Okay. All right. You know. All right. All right. We're going to do two more rounds. Okay. Uh, one will be quick. One will be a little longer. So the next round, Famous Ghosts. <laughs> so You're going to put an order of net worth, Famous Ghosts. Okay. <laughs> Should be good. So Beetlejuice, Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Sam Wheat. From the movie ghost, Patrick Swayze. (laughs) Antoine Tyler, Kadeem Hardison from The Sixth Man. Okay. The ghost who helps his brother, Mm -hmm. Marlon Wayans. And Turo Iwatani, the creator of Pac-Man, a.k.a. Binky, Pinky, Inky, and Clyde, four of the most famous ghosts from the early 80s.
0: Uh, God knows what he's worth. (laughs) He may be number one.
1: Um. Yeah. Well, the, I'll tell you this: he was listed on Celebrity Net Worth, so yeah. that that alone says something. All right, I'll go Michael Keaton.
0: Okay. Who he's got to be worth a lot. He's got to be worth a ton. He's been in big movies. Uh. Yeah, I mean Batman alone, right? You fuck. would think. I'll go shit. I don't know if he's that high. I'll go eighty million for Michael Keaton. <laughs> okay, big number. It might be too high, but it might be too low. <laughs>
1: it's the fun of the game. Uh, That's why I like this list. I was like, as I was looking
0: through famous ghosts. Swayze now, famously, unfortunately, had Cancer. Yep, also true. Might be a Mr. T situation. Right. But I'll go two million at the time of his death. Okay. Hardison three. Okay.
1: Kadeem Harson Hardison famously on... Different uh, World. Different World. A Pac- long, long-running in syndicated the, series. And the Pac-Man creator... Toro Iwatani, forty million. Okay, you were basically wrong. <laughs> All right, one of them was close. Kadeem Hardison, two million. Okay, but you know I I respect that. Yeah, working actor. Sure, he's, he hit hit big in the eighties, early nineties. Yeah, he's held on to it. Yeah, that's good. You got that's you got to give credit where credit is due. Coming up next. Toro Iwatani okay. at 10 million. Yeah, I, was I didn't know what to do with him. I didn't know like how that would work in Japan. I thought he could be like he could be the richest man in Japan. Right. Because Pac-Man made billions of dollars. Correct. So I don't know what he got for creating right. it. Um so he was ten. Okay. Coming up next, Beetlejuice. Fifteen. Wow. That's it. Fifteen million dollars.
0: He must have had some issues.
1: Or he just he didn't work for a long time too. There was like a real stretch there where he had like, he has like nine kids, I want to say, too. That's surprising. I know. I thought it was going to be. he's been the star of a lot of movies. I mean, just again, Batman alone, the payday on like Batman 2 or whatever, Batman Returns, yeah. that should have been $20 million right At there. At least. Yeah, I don't know. And then Mr. Mom, Gung Ho. Yeah, and he did
0: uh, the Multiplicity. Like he was the swing star. shift.
1: <laughs> yeah, Multiplicity, I love. Oh it's my a God. great movie. It's so good. Uh,
0: Under Underrated Multiplicity. And even like Birdman, he probably paid for that. Yeah,
1: you would think that'd be one where he was the name. But it could have been one of those movies they made for $5, too. Yeah, like, true. God, I, knew it was, surprising. I know. I did. I, I look.
0: Even Beetlejuice, he had to get paid. As a reminder, the numbers know, are know, not verified by KPMG. That doesn't make sense unless he made bad deals. Yeah, or,
1: or he gave a lot. Maybe he's like famous for giving it away or yeah, something. Okay. You know. So coming in number one. Wow. Patrick Swayze, Sam Wheat, forty million. Wow. He has. He had forty million when he died, and Beetlejuice has fifteen.
0: I want the power. Stern Beetlejuice probably has more than fifteen. <laughs> I, it's crazy It's like yeah, the Ed how? Asner principle But just scaled down He had a devastating He had the, the worst cancer I think it just killed him though Fast you mean? Yeah yeah I think he didn't spend any money on it Yeah he just let it go Yeah Because I think if he would have lived you figure he maybe would be
1: down a bit Because Yeah Of family stuff You know like I think that's right. why like Michael Keaton's down a bit Because hmm. he ha- I think he legit has seven kids Wow That's interesting They all go to college They all need money No I know but still They probably want to do dumb shit Like be artists Yeah like, run a podcast for no money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have one final one. Okay. Which I had to do after we heard that music chart. Who is worth more? The gambler, Kenny mm-hmm. Rogers. All right. Or his partner in the song, Ooh. Dolly
0: Parton. Depart. These are just. Dude, I, she I, has to be worth so much for Dollywood. When I saw these
1: two, I just was like, I did everything wrong in life. I'm not saying they're not talented I was just like Jesus
0: Christ almighty Uh, Dolly Parton Oh god Is she that She can't be that much I'll go 70 million for her Okay The Gambler I'll go 50
1: Okay so what was your Original guess on Dolly Parton you 100 said, What if I told you You're off by a magnitude of 5 What What is she worth Dolly Parton 350 500 million
0: dollars. Wow. 500 million dollars. That's like Seinfeld. or more than Seinfeld maybe.
1: It's close. I mean she's she's older. She wrote her songs. She wrote those
0: songs. She no, did. I know she's Oh, she's awesome.
1: No, she's but so but, I, but I'm just saying like the, writing the songs like oh, the yeah. licensing and, and that. She...
0: You I mean, to, she was a triple threat. She's a movie. She's a... Yeah. Uh, Dolly, you're right. With she Do- was a theme park. Tri- she was a fucking theme park.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been to Gambler Land. That's a lot of fun.
0: <laughs>
1: All right. What's k Raj? Wow. So, what did you say? 40. You want to re-guess now, knowing what Dolly sure. Parton is?
0: 250.
1: Correct. 250 right on the nose. How does he have that much money? <laughs> he wrote a lot of songs. It's his country. I think. I think that's his country pays. Yeah, and remember, country is the number one radio format yeah, in America, right. and it yeah. probably was since the beginning of time. Correct. So, the, and he, I'm sure he again owned his music, had had all those movies. Yeah, that he probably made all the money on. Right. I mean, if those numbers are high, still they still in the neighborhood. So she's even if it's half, she's 300 <laughs> instead of 500. I mean, holy shit! Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I when I had to do it because I wanted to know myself. So <laughs> I'll give you a bonus. So there's another famous ghost I left out. Are both of them worth more than Doctor Malcolm Crow? Oh, Brandon Lee? No, from The Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis. Oh, famous ghost. Spoiler alert out there. Well, he's not the ghost. No, she's no. the ghost. He's a
0: ghost. No, she's the. Oh yeah, you're right. He's the. Ghost. Yeah, shut fuck you. He's the ghost. <laughs> she's alive. Yeah. Unfortunately for her, so was HJO. Yeah. Uh. Hmm.
1: Again, this one tested m- my metal trying. I, it does making sense of this number.
0: I mean, it, it. He's been. He works a lot, and and, and his of, movies make a lot. I mean, Die Hard is on right now. C- right. That's what I'm saying. It, it just. He's in a lot, a lot more movies that you th- than you think. Yeah. No, I've seen Hudson Hawk. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I saw Color of Night in the theater. Oof. I'll go <laughs> three fifty for him. Okay, it was one hundred and eighty. Wow, but still, yeah,
1: big number for an actor. Y- huge. Yeah, I mean, he did have some albums, but The Return of Bruno is
0: probably not bringing in a lot of cash right now. <laughs> All right, Ken. All right, so we don't know what we're doing yet. Of course, right, we got we gotta get out of Flat of Shaolin Land. Oh, sorry, what the fuck is wrong with you? It was raining out. I thought we were gonna have to leave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: rating swords
0: uh, rating, it's rating bees <laughs>
1: well well first of all let's reflect okay it's a time for reflection sure. end of October. it is and my rack is still raging. <laughs> i i enjoyed so much J- not even just watching these movies and talking about them but the movies we didn't they were do. both good oh yeah oh, and we the talked names. about so many hilariously just ridiculous premises that I, I would say for sure if this is still going in a year, we will do Mactober
0: again. Oh, absolutely, yeah.
1: And I would even say you might see another Joe McCraney pop up here or there. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: ah, he's I been mean, so well. Many. That's true. He was. I'm not no just joke. O- Forty. Just the odds of uh, selection is he'll be in one <laughs> right. of them. You know, we just picked randomly,
1: right? Yeah. There's a. Uh, I just loved it. I loved every minute of it. It
0: this month has sucked. it's just been horrible. But this was great. And he's in he's still worried. He's still in This Is Us. He's in a big show right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I'm with you. It's yeah. he's the, still relevant. It's the
1: return of the Mac.
0: <laughs> he's still relevant. I, I love it. We I gotta say, we couldn't have picked two better movies for uh, for Halloween season and yeah. combining that just tells Halloween you how, and McCraney. That
1: tells you how many there are in McCraney that we could pick two that are like horror thrillers. Right. It. it, it. It's the greatest. (laughs) Like, this is the reason for this podcast. Right. No one's talking about this. It's the Mac man. I agree. I I just... I don't know what else to say. I'm just mad that we didn't get to the movie he wrote and directed with Delta Burke. Which was
0: called... Do you remember the name of it? That wasn't the... Oh. The the one in the bayou, was it? No, that was Jake (laughs) Lasseter. Justice on the Bayou.
1: (laughs) No, it was... um, Something, something... And all that jazz, oh, like, yeah, you're love right. and crimes, and all that jazz. Yeah, hold on, I might have it in my notes. Hold and, and on. I, and I, what's crazy is it's not available anywhere. I'm I, just trying to hide it. He probably is. I went on torrent. I went on the Pirate Bay. I went on the dark web. I went everywhere you can go to find this. So if you're out there, and I'm thinking of one particular listener I know who knows how to find things, I deleted it. I have them all bookmarked on my computer. It's sad. I just have a McCready folder. <laughs> I I it, it just. He's the greatest. Yeah, okay. All it's right. Return of the Mac. So, uh,
0: yeah, so we'll drop in uh, the next movie for Dr. Kyle Rizmendel. I'm Ken Worship. This has been another episode of the Cyberbullies Goodbye. We'll take it
1: out on Bruce Willis with respect yourself. <laughs> on the next Cyber Bullies podcast. Starring Megan Good.
2: Did you bring a date to our date?
1: Kelly Rowland.
2: No one knows why love picks some people and not others.
1: It's love by the 10th date.